I'm Dr. Yolanda Sintran. Welcome to Go Natural Dentistry, a Dr. Yoli podcast. I believe that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is health and vitality. Here we will be exploring the mouth from the inside out. Make optimum health part of your lifestyle, starting with your mouth. How are you, Yolanda? So good. I'm so happy that you're joining me. This is wonderful. I am so um, respectful of your work and everything you do. So it's a real honor and privilege to have you here. Tell me about your journey. How did you get into colonics and, you know, your wonderful blessing that, you know, you have been taken around the world to train people and help people. Yes, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity to share my story and share the knowledge I've garnered. I stand on many shoulders, including yours. (laughs) I was quite ill with chronic fatigue and the medical doctors could of course, find nothing. This was back in the early 80s when they first brought that diagnosis forward and um, before it became known as adrenal exhaustion, which was really where I was. I mean, I was literally crawling on hands and knees to the bathroom. And how how old were you then? I was 30 years old. I was going through my first Saturn return, as it's called, and uh, I was also in a very unhealthy, unhappy, alcoholic marriage at the time. And um, you know how we just get let. Divine order prevails. Divine timing prevails. Mm -hmm. I was searching. I went into a health food store up here in the Jupiter area where I am. And they had a wonderful woman there who had the business cards all lined up, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had my first massage had my first chiropractic and had my first colonic all in that year. Wow. And the wonderful doctor that took such good care of me, my, my own Dr. Phil, I'll call him. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, Kathy, you're just so toxic with all this in your mouth and your liver cannot handle it anymore. So I went into a, an intense cleansing time. I was having, two or three colonics a week for six, six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. I was vegan at the time and uh, I started feeling better right away, getting my energy back. My vision was clearing, my head was clearing. Of course, I was able to see my way out of that alcoholic situation. Mm-hmm. And then I met Michael Shea. And on our first date, we were talking about colonics. <laughs> <laughs> How romantic. Well, it was quite a surprise to me because, you know, we were just getting to know one another and it turned out that he was not only licensed in massage and colonics because Florida is the only place where you can get such a license. Everywhere else we have national certification now around the country. But uh, he told me he had the Colorado School for Colon Therapy. And I went, well, this is interesting. But I knew he was the man for me. Wow. So... As life unfolds and our, and our relationship unfolded, he actually trained me in colonics starting in 1990 after we got married. Uh-huh. And um, 92, I became licensed in Florida. And I heard about our international uh, association in 94. So I became an instructor. And I started with six of my girlfriends who were all massage therapists. And we all 
had fun. Michael helped us, of course. Mm -hmm. And then the phone rang in 1995, and we got invited to go to Switzerland. Mm -hmm. And that just opened up the whole globe. We now have therapists that we've trained in 34 countries, Yolanda. That is amazing. Yep. That in fact, we just trained our first biological dentist who has a uh, biological dentistry practice in the Philippines, and now she's going to add colonics to her practice. So wow. I love this collaborative effort that you and I have been able to build through Dr. Rao, yes. our mentor from Switzerland, Thomas Rao, MD. And he was the first medical doctor that understood what I was doing and that validated my work mm -hmm. and had colonics in his Swiss clinic. Yes. And of course, now I go there and I teach. That is an amazing journey. I had no idea that your husband was uh, the, 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 your, your first uh, instructor in all that. That's amazing. Yes, I tell everyone I have two men in my life, Michael Shea and Thomas Rao. <laughs> but I only sleep with one of them. <laughs> that is amazing. What a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. So, uh, you know, for the people that are hesitant, you know, when I tell the patients about colonics, mm -hmm. they look at me like a dentist telling me about colonics and also mm -hmm. asking me about bowel movements. They're a little bit confused sure. or very confused. Sure. So, do you want to explain the benefits of colonics and, you know, um, how it works? And uh, so the people that are listening that have never had a colonics, you know, I personally had a colonics with you and it was such an amazing experience. Mm, you know, thank you. Almost like a spiritual experience because you're so relaxed and then you're in tune with my body and nothing is happening. It's like a very intimate moment, but you really make it an experience. So I want people to know that mm. it's not, uh, it doesn't have to be uh, a bad experience. No, it should never be uncomfortable. And thank you for that endorsement. That means a lot to me from you, woman to woman and professional to professional. Mm -hmm. um, I can only say that we have, with Michael's good help, you know, he's PhD, so he does all of our research for our curriculum. And when his research matched up with Dr. Rao's research around the, the specialized nervous system that's in the gut mm -hmm. and how important it is to relax in order to be able to release you know, most people don't understand the mouth is the beginning of the tube that's almost 30 feet long that goes to, to the anus, which is the end. Mm -hmm. So everything that goes in has to cycle through. And therefore, you know, the alignment with the dental people as yourself is so important uh, because the chewing is, is a, ma a major factor. Mm -hmm. I see whole mushroom caps going through the viewing tube. You know, first of all, everything's contained. There's no odor. There's no exposure to any of the waste. It's all, that's why it's called a closed system. Everything's disposable so that there's, there's absolutely no risk for any kind of contamination or smell or any of that. This was a conversation I had with a medical doctor recently. I'd love to put this in my office, but I think it would be too smelly. No doctor, <laughs> you've obviously never been in my office. <laughs> there is absolutely no, no odor whatsoever. So what I've seen over the years, and of course, it's all case study that I follow, and it matches Dr. Rao. What I've seen is the ability for people to, number one, sleep better, mm -hmm. which is a key 
piece. There's new research this morning that just came out. Michael was telling me over breakfast. I had to take a notebook to breakfast with my doctor husband because he, he had this fabulous piece on sleep and the link to Alzheimer's. Poor sleep is linked to Alzheimer's. Wow. Well, the sleep and the appetite and the entire digestive functioning from mouth to anus relies on the relaxation response and the chemical is serotonin. So what I have in mind with Dr. Rao, when I get over there in September is to start checking not just their autonomic nervous system and seeing how their ability to relax is, you know, is, is happening. But I want to start checking serotonin levels and he can do that easily with a simple blood test mm -hmm. because I have heard over and over and over again, Kathy, I've had the best night's sleep that I've ever had. Mm -hmm. Kathy, I finally don't have any pain in my belly for the first time in years. Right. Kathy, I have had an orgasm for the first time in years because wow. the reproductive system is right there with a woman inside and if their bowel is pressing on those nerves, it's going to interfere. It could be painful, as a matter of fact, with mm -hmm. sexual relations. So I've had women get pregnant who were told they would never get pregnant. Mm -hmm. I've had people with severe acne, facial, chest, back acne. It takes time, but it does clear up because we have a condition called leaky gut syndrome, mm -hmm. which is the real pandemic yeah. in my world. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Rouse speaks about this very often as well. So in the small intestine, we have this barrier that's supposed to keep out the toxins. But if the, there's a leakiness there, we lose the integrity of that barrier, which is only one layer of tissue thick. Right. And you're going to get toxins entering the bloodstream. You're going to get undigested food entering the bloodstream. And then the body goes into immediate attacks. This is autoimmune. And it can look like acne. It can look like asthma. Mm -hmm. It can look like allergies. Mm -hmm. It can look like any of the autoimmune diseases, whether it's lupus or arthritis or whatever. Mm -hmm. So what we want to be able to do primarily, and I tell this to every team member on my group around the world, we have a WhatsApp group, remember you're primarily an educator. Most people don't know a thing about leaky gut syndrome. Mm -hmm. So if we can cleanse the lower bowel, which is what, colon hydrotherapy does. It's primarily a hydration uh, and, and elimination process. It takes the pressure off the small intestine, which is where leaky gut is happening. And then of course, Dr. Rao has put together a fabulous intestinal kit with some of the homeopathics that we now sell, which will actually heal up the leaky gut. Mm -hmm. So these are just a few of the story. I mean, I could go on and on and on and tell you, Many, many more stories, you know, my own included, that, you know, because I'm still after, and you'll appreciate this. I just had another heavy metal test. My aluminum hasn't dropped much at all mm -hmm. over the last 10 years because I was only doing my cleansing and chelation on an you know, inconsistent basis. So I finally found a medical doctor here who does the IV chelation and he's nearby. So I can make a commitment through the summer, which is the time to do cleansing, not in the winter. All, you know, follow the season. Yeah. So the summer is a great time to eat lighter. And uh, I'm, I'm committed to getting those aluminum levels down because that's also been linked to neurological challenges. Yeah, and, and Alzheimer's, dementia. But specifically. And neurological. Dementia. Food. Yeah. So, you know, you gave me 
um, wonderful information. You know, I have been seeing younger and younger and younger people. I just lost a 33-year-old patient. Oh, no. Young woman, absolutely stunning. Oh, uh, no. Leaky gut, Crohn's, mm. mm. removed part of her stomach. Oh. And, uh, you know, she was not being led in the alternative medicine, traditional medicine. Um, and her mother came to let me know, you know. Um, I'm so sorry to hear this. It breaks my heart. So we are having so many young people with root canals, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and there's uh, an influencer that became my patient. So she's putting her story out. So sure. people that are her age are coming in with root canals on the brain, with brain cancer, root canals on the, you know, the sinus, with sinus infection, mm -hmm. uh, root canals on the endometrium, with endometriosis at 19, emergency hysterectomy. Oh, no. Yeah, th things that are like, this has to stop. This is not, a, you know, removing the organs is not the solution to the problem. No. Highly motivated to, you know, uh, educate the people mm. um, and, 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 and share what we know because every day, you know, we have four or five new patients telling us the stories and mm. you know, this has to get out. Yes. Well, I appreciate that you've made this venue happen because with our trademark Shayway slow fill method, we guarantee a comfortable and safe and beautiful experience. I, I so appreciated that you use the word spiritual because I see this as my spiritual practice. I mean, mm -hmm. I come from a long line of traditional healers from through my mother's side and my father's side of the family. These were women who were born on the border of France and Germany in the Alsace-Lorraine region. Mm -hmm. They studied with Hildegard von Bingen, who was an ancient mystic who, you know, brought the herbal world to light back then, you know. And we were blessed to be able to actually work in that region, in the Black Forest region of that community. Wow. And I, I could really connect with my ancestry there, and mm -hmm. get across the border and have a feel for that. So what I would advise the listeners to do is talk to your grandmother. Talk to your great aunts and your great uncles. Talk to the elders in your communities mm -hmm. and especially the island people. You know, we're blessed to be in South Florida where we have so many people from the Caribbean and Central and South America. You know, they carry ancient healing traditions with them. Mm -hmm. And I'm so thrilled that more and more of them are coming to me to add this yeah. into their knowledge bag because it's a perfect match. You know, when I hear them say, we always had enema. I said, yes, we always had enema too. I'm one of 10 children. My mother didn't drive a car yeah, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be 70, you know, this, and people look, people look at me and say, what's an enema bag. I don't even know what it is. Right. And the fleet is just full of chemicals. I mean, I come to pour it out and I can use a little bottle, but clean it out first and put just warm water in it if you have to. So a lot of what I'm doing is interfacing with those of you from these cultures yes. who carry these natural ways because that's all they had in the forest that's all they had in the tribe right. and it was passed down like a spiritual experience an initiation from grandmother to mother to granddaughter to niece to even nephew of course medicine men and medicine women but it was primarily the women they were there for the birthing and they were there for the dying 
-hmm. And enema was used for both. Cleansing was used always as a spiritual, spiritual thing. Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, right? Yes. And every, the Buddha did it too. Muhammad did it too. Everybody that, in you know, wanted the a spiritual elevation did it. All the books uh, speak about fasting, you know, yeah. they're busy as a Muslim and they do, uh, you know, their tradition. Ramadan. Fasting. Yeah, Ramadan. And, Ramadan. Uh, and then, you know, they, uh, all the religions have some form of fasting. Yes. Um, I remember when I was young, you know, that that red bag was in my mother's uh, bathroom. The yes. Bag, you know, and yes. I was looking forward, but if you got a fever or whatever, yes. uh, you're going to get an enema. Yes. So how often do you recommend colonics? Okay, that's a question I hear very pretty much every day and it's it's impossible to answer. Yes. Because it's kind of like when you see somebody's mouth, you know, they're going to ask you well, how many how many times am I going to have to do this? Well, you won't know until you get in there. Right. And it's the same with the gut issues. So what I always recommend for the first time person, client, let's do 3 in a row. Mm -hmm. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm -hmm. Let's see if we can't open the detoxification pathways. Mm -hmm. Let's see if you're willing to make some small changes in your kitchen, because if they're not, I can't help them. Mm -hmm. You know, more of the same gives you more of the same. So we recommend no gluten, no dairy, no eggs, no sugar, no alcohol, no caffeine. This is right out of Dr. Rao's Swiss secret book. Right. So if they're willing to make those changes in their kitchen or work with me for three days, mm -hmm. I don't have a scale in my office, Yolanda, but I can tell you, I have a tape measure. I've watched people's waistline just shrink. Wow. And visceral fat, abdominal fat is the most dangerous of all the fats that we store in our bodies. Yeah, we need fat for our brain to function. Yeah. We certainly need fat, you know, as part of a food group. Mm -hmm. But when the visceral fat starts getting too big too much and investing the organs then you have fatty liver disease you have all these things that are you know creating big big challenges so if we can help them with intermittent fasting mm -hmm. if they can just do 12 or 14 hours right from seven at night till seven in the morning or nine in the morning yeah. with just tea and water and maybe a you know a green drink yeah that's this so makes a huge difference it's so easy if you you're it is if you get into the rhythm but if they don't know, you know, add two more is eight, you know, it's not that difficult. Exactly. It should be a lifesaver. It can be a lifesaver. It, it, it is a lifesaver. The research is very, very clear. Dr. Fung, F-U-N-G, he's one of the doctors, medical doctors that we follow on YouTube. And on, Michael follows him on Twitter because he's always putting out another piece of research. He's one of the best resources for inter intermittent fasting. I also like Dr. Josh Axe, A-X-E. Yeah, he's very good. And also Dr. Jockers, J-O-C-K-E-R-S. These are guys that are making it simple, yeah. making it easy. Here's what you eat. Here's what you avoid. Yeah. And here's what you must do. You must sweat. You, you must take an Epsom salt bath if, if that's all you can do. Right. You know, we have no problem in South Florida sweating, but if you were in Wisconsin right now, it's still 45 degrees outside. Right. <laughs> Hot baths are great. That's what our grandmothers did. Yes. So getting back to nature in the old ways, this is really what I love. Yes. And what about the outdoors, you know, gardening and touching Mother Earth? Yes. 
the grounding and the earthing, walking barefoot. I do it every day on the sand and at the beach here. Um, if it's still snowing, I mean, people in Sweden are still doing it. They roll around in the snow. <laughs> That's a little extreme for this Florida mermaid, but <laughs> anytime you can get your bare feet on the grass, if it's not sprayed with Roundup, Right. That's the problem. You know, we have all this chemicals everywhere, you know. So what I am teaching is that we must adopt what I call a cleansing lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And once again, back to the spiritual traditions. They would do a day of silence and fasting once a week. Just water. Mm -hmm. That's too extreme for this culture, though, Yolanda. Although Michael and I do it every Sunday. It's our Sabbath. Yeah. And we don't turn on anything it's one of the commandments it is <laughs> and we we take it seriously and we spend most of our time in the garden or at the beach or taking a walk or you know whatever mm -hmm. i might do some sewing if it's a rainy day we, we certainly curl up and read our good books mm -hmm. that we love stacked up everywhere because we love to read Wonderful. and we just sometimes we just sit and hold hands and meditate you know, there's, when there's no electronic interference, yeah. your mind clears. Yes. And just one day without that can be a great remedy for so many people. There's, you know, there's a media addiction. They've got the phone in one hand and the watch on the other wrist and yeah. sitting in front of a computer. I mean, I'm sitting here with two phones and two computers and two printers and a scanner. But, you know, at four o'clock today, this gets shut down and that's that for the weekend. Right. Saturday, we go shopping, we clean the house, you know, just like I did growing up. And Sunday, we are resting. It's a day of rest. So these are some of the simple things that people can bring in if they're willing. There has to be a willingness. Yes, I am coaching a few young people. You know, there's a, a very large epidemic, uh, a pandemic of young people committing suicide. So oh, no. I'm coaching a couple of young people uh, and they go to sleep at two in the morning, two oh. to three in the morning, and they're missing all their REM sleep. They're missing the body regeneration, the mind regeneration. Um, and one of them is following, uh, you know, what are my recommendations. The other one I'm going to meet soon to see, you know, what kind of uh, detox. Uh, one of them, the mom had a lot of mercury uh, feelings and uh, the mercury feelings on the mother that mercury goes to the fetus of course so the children are born with a lot of anxiety high levels of mercury they don't even have a feeling in their mouth but they have the repercussion of attention deficit not able mm -hmm. to gain information the brain you know neurons are are affected yes so going through the process of detox and then um, behavior modification and all that. Good so, for you. Good for um, you helping yeah. those people. So what they probably you, never knew this was one of the sources. Right. So when, they met with you. When you were speaking about your autoimmune, you know, uh, and the adrenals being, you know, um, burned out. Mm, totally. You know, um, how long did it take you, you know, doing the colonics and lifestyle changes? to see um, a change? Well, as I look back on that uh, question, I would have to say it was just a gradual unfoldment. Yeah. 
you know, there were some immediate changes mm-hmm. that happened within the first six to eight weeks, including my vision clearing up because the eye doctor said there was nothing wrong with my eyes. You need to go see a psychiatrist. Okay. Uh, and I went, well, okay, well, my blurry vision might, you know, have something to do with my brain's you know, scan, but, and the, and, because he said it's all in your head. And of course, Thomas Rao looked in my mouth and he said, the doctor was right. It's all in your head, but he didn't look in your mouth. (laughs) So that was the first thing I noticed. The headaches went away. The vision cleared. Yeah. The skin started clearing after about two, three months. The bowels began to normalize, took about six months. Mm -hmm. And then within a year, I would say my energy was back to the point where I could actually function full-time at work again you know I was just doing a little at a time just to see but I think what people need to understand and this is a tough one Yolanda healing the healing process is not linear Mm -hmm. you're not going to just keep getting better and better and better and better and better you know good days and bad days one day good three days bad three days great two days bad Mm -hmm. and as I get older and I'm recovering from a leg injury I understand that more and more now because sometimes I wake up, I feel like I could dance. And of course I overdo it. And the next day I can hardly walk. (laughs) (laughs) So this healing is a journey. It's a process. It's not a destination. When somebody says I'm getting there, I said, wait a minute, there's no there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No destination. There's no end point. Okay. And there's no balance. We're either doing things that are moving us toward balance or choosing things that are taking us away from balance. I tell everybody, the only time you're ever going to be in perfect balance is the day you die. Yes. That's it. Because then we're all going to heaven, right? Yes. That's balance. So helping people understand how to listen to their bodies. This is really what I wanted to share in this podcast more than anything. How can we get them to do what we call body talk, body listening and body talk. Mm -hmm. Every thought has a chemical messenger that's going to the place that you're thinking. So if you think that your neck is ever going to get better, believe me, your neck is never going to get better. Because that thought is going to keep talking to your neck and saying, you're not supposed to get better. Just keep hurting. But if you think and say, my body is perfect. My body has divine intelligence. My body knows exactly what to do. Thank you, God, for my beautiful body. My body is perfect. This is a mantra in my daily life. And I've had doctors tell me I'd never walk. And I'm walking. And I'm swimming. And I'm riding a bike. And, you know, I'm not dancing yet, but I will be. (laughs) so this listening to the body is something we actually teach during the colon therapy process Mm -hmm. because their sensory system is so lit up Mm -hmm. with a tube in the rectum Mm -hmm. the water going in they can sense the differentiation between gas and water and I, I help them just put words to whatever they're sensing and where they might be noticing and then the gut nervous system The gut brain talks to the head brain and then they can put words to it and we can link up that vagus nerve activity, which is so important for relaxation Mm -hmm. because if we can't relax, we can't digest our food. We can't eliminate in the toilet. That's the bottom line. Pardon my pun. (laughs) So, you know, that 
brings to my attention, like I don't have usually lunch when I'm working because I know that I'm not going to be in a state of relaxation to be able to digest my food. People are like, why don't you eat doctor? Why don't you eat? It's like, I am focusing on what I'm doing. I don't have the time to actually separate to, for me to digest and enjoy and have a spiritual connection with my food, you know, so I skip it most of the time. And I'm okay because I have a really, you know, healthy breakfast and and then I end up eating, I don't know, eight hours after. Okay. So the other thing that is helpful for someone in a position like this, because this is very common, is to do exactly what you are doing. Go ahead and have a very hearty breakfast so you're sustained. And then you can make a smoothie with some ground flax in it. I use two cups of water, one cup of greens, half a cup of one fruit, just one. Mm-hmm. Put it in the blender, put it in a thermos with a tablespoon of ground golden flax or brown flax. And you can sip on this throughout your day and it will sustain you, especially if you put in a couple tablespoons of olive oil or coconut oil or flax oil with avocado oil, because it's the fat and the fiber that are going to sustain you. And it'll give you a wonderful bowel movement the next day. I promise you that if you get a snake in the bowl, you can tell them Kathy Shea's recipe really works. (laughs) It might work faster than the next day for me. (laughs) You never know. You never know. But this is a great way to sustain yourself because you can take a mouthful of that, chew it. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, this is liquefied nutrient. Mm-hmm. You're going to keep it in your mouth as long as you can before you swallow it. And then you put it aside and you could take a sip of that every hour during your eight hours. Right. And it could really sustain you. Some people like to put a protein powder in there. Whatever agrees with you. I'm, I'm a big fan of the protein powders that only have one ingredient, like pea protein. Okay. Or rice protein. Mm-hmm. Or whey protein. Yes. Not all these mixed up things. Right. They're just going to make you bloat. Right. But this, this sounds like a wonderful way for you mm-hmm. to perhaps sustain yourself better mm-hmm. throughout your day give you that extra nutrient because the greens are so full of phytonutrients Yes, and the good fats will definitely help you keep your mind clear and alert. Yeah. Be flexible and able to make decisions on a minute to minute basis, which you're doing all day long. Yolanda. Yeah. 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 All day long. So liquid, liquid foods can be very, very helpful, especially the smoothie. I'm not a big fan of juicing because they take out the fiber. Yeah. Now that would be something that might be helpful for somebody with IBS or something that gets really irritated, right. um, you know, with high fiber foods. Again, case by case. Yeah. So after the three colonics and a day of smoothies or whatever, getting back to your previous question, after I've assessed how they're doing over those three days, mm-hmm. now we can build a treatment plan. Right. It's like you, you need to get in that mouth and see what's going on. Get before you can up, yeah. yeah before you can assess and see what they need so it takes me three days to do that okay because the tube is almost 30 feet long from the mouth to the anus that's amazing yeah we it's all coiled up in there like a car radio radiator 
So, you know, I was reading in one of those many years ago about John Wayne dying with the hardened stomach and he had, I don't know, 80 feet of hardened feces. Is that like, is that real? That happens? Well, we'll never know because it was Hollywood. (laughs) Other people. Yeah. I can tell you that I work because I know your next question about working with medical doctors. I work with many, many, many medical doctors and medical professionals, nurses, nurse practitioners, physical therapists, um, even occupational therapists have come to me. So the first medical doctor was Dr. Rao, who understood what I was doing. And I thank him with all my heart, always will love him dearly. Yes. The second medical doctor that came my way was a Dr. Kevin from up in New England who was a gastroenterologist. Okay. Very forward thinking, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Because this was in the late 90s. And he was curious if this could work as preparation for colonoscopy. Mm -hmm. And it does. Mm -hmm. It absolutely does. So, of course, when I had Dr. Kevin here, I asked him, do you really see the mucoid plaque and the stuff that's stuck to the walls. And he said, it's about 30 to 40% of the time. And it's called adherent stool. That's the medical name that they put on the report. And it's typically in elders, usually people 75 to 95 that I work with. Mm -hmm. He said, but most everybody else, when they do the cleanse prior to the scope, I have a clear field, which is what I need in order to be able to see polyps and diverticular pockets and all the things I'm looking for as a medical doctor. Right. So this adherence tool is real, Mm -hmm. but it's a low percentage, mostly in elders, according to this one doctor. Mm -hmm. And just to say that I believe that the photos that are out there, because there's so much misinformation on the internet, and I'm hoping they'll go to kathysheschool.com and Kathy Shea channel on YouTube to get the reality of it all. Yeah. The black stuff that they're calling mucoid plaque is actually the residual of a product called bentonite clay. Okay. Bentonite clay is exactly what the name you know implies. It's a, it's a ground up clay that you put in water and you drink it. It's gray when you put it in the water, but it turns black when it goes into your body. And it drags toxins. It it draws over 100 times its own weight in toxins. It's a very effective binder for pulling heavy metals, but only if the person is not constipated, Yolanda. Right. If they're constipated, they're much better off with ground flax, acacia fiber, and then graduating into the chlorellas and the spirulinas and the algae, Mm -hmm. which I've graduated through myself. That's how I know about this. Mm This bentonite clay is what I call graduate school cleansing. <laughs> you have to and be clean. what they're showing on a lot of these pictures. Right. It's black. It's not mucoid plaque. It's bentonite clay with feces and mucus wrapped around it. Right. So for people that are doing the uh, the uh, charcoals and the bentonite clay, mixing it with aloe uh, juice, would that help? It might. You have to experiment. I'd rather see them start with zeolite. Zeolite, okay. Zeolite is lighter, mm-hmm. and zeolite is available in a nano spray. Right. 
So it enters the cell, grabs the metal, and pulls it through at a cellular level. Yeah. And it's much more gentle. I mean, if you've got somebody who's got five, six, eight, ten mercury fillings and they're so toxic, and you give them bentonite clay, it's not going to work. Because there's a product that Dr. Um, Shade has, Christopher Shade. So it has charcoal, it has steolite, it has bentonite clay, it has them, it has all those things in one product, which is the black thing. One binder at a time. Yeah, not so many. One fiber yeah. at a time. One change at a time. If all they do is stop drinking coffee for a week, they're going to feel better once they get through the headache. Right. So I have a question for you. Yes, ma'am. Since you had the experience, you were sharing about your leg, and tell me about a calcium absorption. What do you know that women we can do for uh, stronger bones? Yes, yes, yes. Well, it's not about calcium supplements, I can tell you that. Yes. It's certainly not about doing dairy products, which will leach calcium out of your bones. Right. It's about magnesium. Magnesium. Magnesium has, comes in several forms. Again, somebody would have to experience, experience what feels best for them as they choose magnesium citrate, magnesium oxide, mm -hmm. magnesium lactate. There's several different kinds. The orotate is the best, O-R-O-T-A-T-E, -E, because this enters the cell. Yeah. This is actually available in a powder that you can just sprinkle in your smoothie or your juice or your water. Hmm. If this were Dr. Rao's question, you know what he would say? Use the pink salt. Yes. Put the pink salt in your water bottle. <laughs> because it has every mineral constituent that we need that matches up with our internal mineralization. So they so, have salt. Yes. You cannot separate one mineral from another. They yeah. work synergistically. Right. So the pink salt is something I have added not just to my cooking, but I put a half a teaspoon in my two liter water jug. It's, I don't even know it's there, but yeah. it keeps me mineralized. That's so easy to do. Yes. Yes. And when you take an Epsom salt bath, that's mm -hmm. magnesium as well, no? It is. Magnesium sulfate. It is. It's very helpful for muscle cramps. Mm -hmm. Remember when you're in the hot bath and you start sweating, that water's going in, not just coming out of your pores, so you're absorbing some of that. It's not appreciable. The water, the pink salt in water is much better. Yeah, because it goes directly to the source. Directly to the source, exactly. And the other thing that strengthens bones, which a lot of people don't know about, is a, uh, a supplement called olive leaf extract. Oh, we're going to write that down right now. Olive leaf extract is very, very easy to find in your health food store. Think about the strength of the olive tree. Mm -hmm. And they live to be hundreds. I, you know, Michael and I have spent many, many wonderful days in the Mediterranean, especially Italy, Spain. Mm -hmm. These olive trees are over 200 years old, and they're still bearing fruit. And the trunks of them are, like, so thick and dense and strong. Even with a big wind, you can't crack a branch off of them. So when they take the leaf and they extract that nutrient, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what the active ingredient is. Mm -hmm. I just know I'm taking it. 
That's wonderful. Yeah, it agrees with me. So if you take something and you burp it up all day, it doesn't agree with you. Right. If you take something that gives you diarrhea, it doesn't agree with you. Yes. Listen. If you take something that gives you constipation, forget it. Mm-hmm. Forget it. Don't take it. Thank you. One of the things that we recommend also vitamin D levels to be increased mm-hmm. or when we do any kind of surgical procedure and we want bone regeneration with plasma, uh, the D complex. Um, so D3 and K2, great combo. D3 and K2. And boron. Yeah. Yeah, so, these are all going to be important. And then if you, there is no uh, combo that I've been able to find that has the olive leaf with it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's plenty of D3 and K2 out there, but you'll mm-hmm. have to get the olive leaf and the, and the boron separately. Separately. We'll be searching and we'll find out if there's... Well, any- and I'm a big believer, Yolanda, in food as medicine. Yes. I'm the only colonic school in, that I'm aware of that has a kitchen. Yes. And we feed our students every day because they have to learn the nutrients mm-hmm. in order to help their client base. Collard greens mm-hmm. are at the top of the list mm-hmm. of calcium wow. potency. So how do you make collard greens? Uh, oh, I love collard greens. I saute, well, I make all my greens pretty much the same way because it's simple. Yes. I dice some onion and garlic and throw it in the skillet either with um, coconut oil or avocado oil, or I, I often will have um, leftover bacon fat. My husband loves bacon, and the bacon fat is good as a flavoring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I, I wash the collard greens very well. I'm going to make a plug for our local uh, green farm, Kai Kai, K-A-I, K-A-I. Kai Kai Farm, I go every Saturday morning. She has greens that are like 18 inches long for $3 a bunch. And the collards are beautiful. And so I just wash them. I take the stem out. Mm-hmm. And then I just uh, chiffonade, you know, just dice them up pretty small because otherwise they're a little hard to chew. Mm-hmm. and then uh, just saute them lightly. Mm. You can also put collard greens in a soup with a, a good bone broth and sweet potato. That's mm. a lovely soup. Yes. Wow. Yep. So and you knowledge that you have. Well, thank you. You can, make, you can also make, um, instead of kale chips, make collard chips. That's what I'm going to do this week. Really? Yes. I mean, yes, because they're much higher in calcium. Wow. So how do you do that? Well, I have a dehydrator, okay, which I found at the Goodwill because I'm a Goodwill girl. Awesome. I'm all about repurposing and recycling, so I I find all my good kitchen stuff and you know linens. I love good linens. Sometimes I find a beautiful linen tablecloth for five dollars. It thrills me to no end. Or Italian dishes, I have those all. Over. But I found a dehydrator. I think I paid eight or ten dollars for it. It's circular and it has five trays. Mm-hmm. And you can just go to Pinterest or YouTube and or Google it, you know, find out how to uh, dehydrate uh, greens. Kale. You can take any kale chip dehydration recipe and make it with any other green you want. Awesome. But so the you collards are really good. Salt on it? Yeah, you can use salt and lemon and garlic powder. Mm-hmm. You can use coconut oil and, you know, a little bit of cayenne pepper if you like them spicy. The, the, it's unlimited. It's just like cultured vegetables. I've been culturing green beans with bay leaf and garlic. It's heavenly. It's so simple. And I, if you go to my YouTube channel, Kathy Shea channel, you'll see a, a playlist called recipes and there's a lot of good tips there. Oh, we're going to definitely go there, Ali, yeah? 
Thank you. I love to cook, so this is great to share this with more people. I really appreciate this opportunity so, so much. I'm very honored. I just love you so much, and uh, I um, thank you your generosity in sharing your knowledge, because you. you know the Bible says that it's more blessed to give than to receive. Amen. And the joy of that, because you're always pouring out and teaching people and sharing your knowledge. Mm. And you know, you you know, um, people that I respect as well, like Dr. Thomas Rao, with the wealth of knowledge. You know, right now um, there is the truth about cancer, um, you know, series going on, and I'm emailing, texting it every to everybody, so mm -hmm. people can get more educated and empowered on what to do. Yes, daily basis, simple things to be healthy, and like you said. You have to be in alignment, you know, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, your heart, your gut is going to tell you what to do, Amen. your body. So I love you so much. Oh, thank you, dear. The love is mutual. I send it back to you as well. And I so appreciate who you are in the world and how much you're doing, especially for this younger generation that Allie's bringing in and your daughter and the alignment you have. These are the partnerships I want to build, and I will look forward to introducing Carlene to you, especially if she becomes your neighbor in the building, yes. so that your patients can go right over to her office. And that would be is there, yeah, is there an acupuncturist in the building by any chance? No, there is not. Okay, because I I told Carlene, you know, she's trying to get people off of medications. Right. And I told her acupuncture is one of the safest ways to do that. Yes. So, I had yesterday, a new patient telling him about how she got off medications mm -hmm. uh, with acupuncture, and Good. then she's in the process of getting her mercury out, you know, to resolve okay. anxiety and toxicity. Mm -hmm. So she's ready for that. Fabulous. Fabulous. Well, we know that moods and emotions are regulated in the gut. Your risk of cancer is regulated in the gut. Your, all your immune activity, uh, upwards of 80% is happening in the gut. So I appreciate that we can help people clean up their gut so that they can uh, have a healthy, happy life. That's our birthright. Thank you so much for what you do. And Wally's going to post your information, your YouTube channel, and how can people get in contact with you and the people that you have trained? Thank you. Yes, they can go to my website and click on Find a Therapist, and they have everybody listed that's active. Yes. And of course, they're welcome to chat with me on the uh, chat box on my website. I am very available for uh, Zoom consultations if they feel safer at home. That's perfectly fine. I respect that. Yes. And those who might want to come for treatments and consultations, uh, our doors are open and we take all the precautions, of course. Awesome. I Thank you, my dear. Much love to you. Weekend. I love you. Love you too. Take care. Bye. 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 Thank you very much, and I hope you join us again. I'm Dr. Yolanda Centron, and you have been listening to Go Natural Dentistry, a Dr. Yoli podcast. Visit GoNaturalDentistry.com for more information on biological dentistry and DrYoli.com to subscribe for more updates on holistic health. Join me next time for another podcast. Thank you for listening.